Onward, boys. It's your boy YTM here, and we are back with another podcast, and we are currently here with Jadlin. Hello. Dylan. <laughs> Yay! And unfortunately, <laughs> I'm here too. So. Yeah, it kind of sucks that we can't do these without you. Yeah, huh. Wow, yeah. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> so, Jade. I mean, I mean some... we can. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's get one thing straight. No. Um. So, Jade, what is going on with you right now i heard you, you have something to tell everybody yeah so uh last last we checked in which was quite a while ago i must say um i had just started the police academy and everything went really well i passed everything i needed to uh, i have about two months left but on new year's eve um i was drunk and decided to attempt to wrestle my friend that's in the marines and he clipped my knee the wrong way and pulled a ligament, tore something in my knee. So I've been out for a while. Um, I might have to fail out of the academy because of it. Might have to go through again, which is upsetting, but everything happens for a reason. And I'm keeping my head high about it. Can you tell them how you were icing it? <laughs> oh, how do you know about that, Dylan? Because <laughs> you guys have Snapchat stories? Oh, oh no. Even though yeah. I'm not there, I am there. So, so you see, what happened was uh, <laughs> Montanez got me a bunch of uh, water bottles that were frozen in the freezer and put them all around my knee and then tied a pillowcase around it. <laughs> so yeah. I just had four frozen water bottles I'm and a pillowcase. of a medic? <laughs> yeah. Such PhD, a medic. PhD in uh, fuckboyery. Who, who, Who's really in the military? You or SJ? Yeah, I mean, come on now, realistically speaking. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, things uh, that are not okay. See, now, the thing that I... Okay, hold on. First of all, side note, SJ, speaking of him, he's in a war zone right now. Yes. You guys realize that, right? Yes. I mean, I do now, I guess. So. He's stationed out in Iraq. And yesterday, uh, Iranians tried to bomb one of our American things over there. And they failed because Merca. And uh... <laughs> That's not why they failed, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, seriously, because the United States has uh, anti-air stuff. Even the missiles, shot that, their missiles out. Yeah, even the missiles that did hit at the other, because they shot... Uh, something around 14 ballistic missiles what I was reading at two different facilities that had American station there and the ones that did hit caused zero casualties but a lot of property damage yeah because America because America <laughs> but anyway I just want to kind of like put a little shout out there to SJ because you know he is out there on an Iraqi base so you know keep him in your prayers and in your thoughts yeah. he was literally sitting in a bunker for a few hours the past two nights yeah you know what thank you sj for being out there fighting for our freedom i know that we don't say like thank you a lot here um i'm gonna send him the link to this podcast so he knows that we do appreciate him out there fighting for our freedom thank you sj thank you sj really <laughs> dylan? dylan really dylan <laughs> dylan <laughs> Thank you, SJ. <laughs> thank you, Dylan, for saying thank you, SJ. <laughs> um, no, but speaking of injuries... I, I don't know him very well, but I do know that the one time I was at his house, he did offer me... Uh, what the hell are they called? 
Tease? Claws. Claws. Oh, claws. oh, that's right. The one time that we that were there. That was the first the time claws. I had a claw was at his house. See, that's, that's, I, I don't know. That's kind of, <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so have you guys ever been hurt badly? Because this is my first injury I've ever had to experience. Like my heart? Or like physical body. <laughs> oh. Oh, if you want to get deep, I mean. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I have an injury story I would like to share. So Go ahead. I went to Atlantic City for the first time ever when I was 16, which isn't the right age to go to Atlantic City. Just <laughs> FYI, 16 or 17 I was. Wait till you're 21. Yeah, what you were, really what were you doing do there exactly? Um, I don't know. My brother wanted to go and I was just like, hey, I'm here. Let's go. You have to be 21 to like even breathe in Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm surprised I got away with it. So what happened was one of his friends gave me his old ID to get into the club, which looked nothing like me, by the way. Honestly, like, I guess he was technically a little chubbier back then. But even with that being said, not all fat guys look the same, I think. <laughs> and um, I think <laughs> I, and they might. I mean, I'm a little on the thick side and um. His idea, yeah, I was extra thick and I was quick to get in there. And, um, <laughs> but no, he, you know, I he, he saw the ID, looked at it, looked at me, looked at it, looked at me, looked at it, looked at me, scanned it, and then it the license was expired. And he was just like, fuck it, you're in. I was like, oh, okay, wow. I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> wow, <laughs> bouncer's doing a wonderful job, by the way. I'm not gonna say where it was because it doesn't <clears> really matter. So, I'm in there, little 16, 17-year-old, not really knowing what alcohol was at the time, because this might have been only my second or third time ever getting drunk. So, I'm drinking. I'm partying. I used to hate the clubs back in the, in that age, like 16, 17. I was like, why the hell would I want to, you know, go to a place where there's people and then dance? I, I know what I look like dancing. I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> we all know what you look like dancing. I mean, now it's like phenomenal. It's just like oh, I, don't, uh, I think you're just really drunk when you do wings. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm sitting there. Everyone's jumping. I don't know why. So I was like, I want to be hip and happening. Let me jump too. <laughs> and um, I guess I had to have come down on a guy wearing boots or something because I was wearing Converse at the time. So they're not really supportive towards the soles. And the way that I landed on this guy's foot literally just fractured one of the bones in my foot just immediately oh. okay that's how you know you were chonky <laughs> yeah i think i vaguely remember this so the worst part about the whole story is i was like ow my foot we have to fucking leave like i'm not i i can't do anything <laughs> with this foot so I, they're I, like nah i'm trying to get these bitties straight facts they're like yeah I'm trying to turn up i was like my foot swollen like <laughs> not good times man so um so now we're walking back and surprisingly for the beginning part of after breaking my foot i guess shock happened and i was drunk so i was able to almost walk normally back to the hotel room um but it's like once i which honestly probably made it worse once oh, I got back, yeah, once I got back to the hotel room, we took off my shoe. Didn't take it off gently. I think one of my I think my brother's friend took it off and he kind of just right off my foot. <laughs> and I don't remember if I was in pain. I had to have been. That's probably the moment when something was fractured. <laughs> yeah, it was a little swollen cuz it was like, I don't know, bruised muscle and then he ripped it off my foot and it was just snap. And so um 
we look at that my guy f- should be a medic he actually was an emt at the time oh, oh that's scary that's yeah. horrifying that's the, that was my only reinsurance is my brother was an emt at the time and his friend was an emt at the time so i was like oh, okay i'm in good hands i was not in good hands um <laughs> i was I'm the opposite of good hands Are you in good hands yeah the all-state guy would have looked at those two and been like nope um <laughs> So, so th- my foot is now twice the size of my other foot. And they were like, no, it's fine. It's completely okay. And I'm looking at both my feet. I'm like, well, that one's the size of a cantaloupe, and my other one's the size of a foot. Wait, I have a question. Serious question. Okay. Did your one foot swell up to the point where your freak toe was, like, gone? or My freak toe. Yeah. Don't you have to call it my freak toe. <laughs> I mean, a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> your, your strong hand toe? I don't know what you call it. <laughs> no, my one toe. It, it did disappear a little bit, but it wasn't gone. It kind of like, instead of like, you know how it is kind of like on the top of my foot? Guys, if you don't know what I'm referring to, go watch some of the older vlogs where people do react to my feet. Um, It did push like how it was pushed up already. It kind of just pushed up even more. So it just got higher oh with the swelling. Oh, wow. Yeah, it didn't look right. <laughs> it was just like... I mean, they don't look right normally, but well, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so it went from... It went like big toe, other two toes. Why is this one six inches in the air? And then my, you know, my, my, my pinky toe. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. And so... Um, oh, I remember the... Six inches in the air. I remember the only thing after that night is I went to get up the next morning to pee because I was hungover and I had to pee and completely forgot I broke my foot. Like, I, cause I didn't think it was broken. I think I just like twisted my ankle or something and I put pressure on my foot. I just fall. I hit the ground. As soon as my foot hits the floor, I hit the ground. And now I'm like one leg hopping my jolly ass over to, um, to the bathroom to pee. That was fun. Go back to go lay down. I go back to sleep because it was like, what could I do at that point? Best part. Yeah, that, that looks pretty bad. I'm yeah, go best back part. Sleep. My brother and my girlfriend at the time, I'm telling them like, dude, my foot is like, it's fucked. Like, I really don't know what you guys want from me. Like, it's, it's like, look at it. Like, you can tell it's not normal right now. Like, it's not normal ever, but it's not normal now. <laughs> I mean, like, look at it. Yeah. Like my one, my one toe waving at you, like shouldn't be out here waving at people and (laughs) we're fine but um so they decide oh well your foot's broken we're gonna go gamble i'm like oh live your best life i'll be here (laughs) crippled and broken if that wasn't bad enough after they come back from gambling they drag me to a restaurant across the casino we were staying in laughing at me the whole time because i physically couldn't even walk normally i had to drag my foot like a bum like a bum foot like because I, I couldn't put pressure on it so all i could do was drag my foot around the hotel or the casino so or... it was this moment where montanez realized that he went down to atlantic city with the wrong people literally go to the hospital later that night get the x-ray done they were like yeah it's, it's fractured were you walking on it i was like huh yeah maybe <laughs> a little bit and then the worst part of the whole thing is after I left the hospital, I was on crutches for the first time ever. And they are awkward. 
Jade can oh, attest to they this. They sucked. They suck. Especially the first time where you have to take everything slow and you can't put pressure on something, but you want to out of instinct. Instead of like my girlfriend at the time understanding and wanting to like walk with me slowly and make sure I'm all right, like sprinted to the car and was like getting mad at me that I wasn't moving fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) You had a really shitty girlfriend, I must say. Not all points were bad with her, but I'm going to say that whole Atlantic City situation definitely didn't help my view on her as a person. Um, no, if you're gonna get mad at someone that's on crutches that they're not moving fast enough, then I think there's a serious issue in your uh, relationship dynamic or just her personality in general. Yeah, I mean she's doing fine now, so that's good. Um, yeah, so, she can still go fuck herself. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, I went there. Hey, Dylan. So, do you have any? Um, <laughs> do you have any stories? Injury stories or almost injury stories? Um. <clears throat> I mean, I had somewhat of the same situation foot where I, like, fractured it. It was, I don't want to say as dumb as yours was, but it was pretty close. Um, was dumb? Yeah. <laughs> I just mean, like, I was walking from someone's house and crossing over, um, I think it was Paseca Ave or something. And, like, a car was getting pretty close, and, like, I was like, okay, this is going to be my day if I don't get out of here. So when I, day. like, I, like, leapt out of the road, and when I landed, I landed on the side of my foot, and it, like, cracked long ways. And then I walked home on that, which was, like, another 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. And... uh I don't know why there were plenty of stops on the way of people who would have brought me home. I just wanted to be stubborn and walk home on it. And then yeah, let me it just ended walk up... off this fracture. I'll be right yeah. back. <laughs> it ended up just being a hairline fracture that still hasn't healed to this day. And I, there's some days where like I hit it funny and then all of a sudden it hurts for the rest of the day. And, and I'm like, Oh, that happened. I remember this. Like, yeah, just, like, that's probably just the, the fracture just opening, like the crack going back down the bone, and you're yeah. just like, yeah, this is fine. And you never. Yeah, got see it, now like... what people don't realize about crutches is that it hurts your armpit. Were you on crutches at all? No. Dylan? It hurts your I... armpits a lot. I'm sure. Um, I think I've seen like people put like weird stuff under there to make it better. Because um, crutches I mean, really do suck. Like, they put some weird, like, gel stuff under there, or, like, I don't know. I yeah, but it's more so just weird... the weight of, like, your weight going down on it. It doesn't really matter about the cushioning. It's kind of just, there's never pressure there, and now there's constant pressure there every time you take a step. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's pressure in my arm, so I'm talking. Oh, but, um, no, I remember at one point, which Jade, you should look into doing instead of, um, using both crutches. I just went Dr. House status and just used the crutch on one side. <laughs> well, I'm actually off the crutches now, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Do you still have them? Yeah, I have them. Oh, perfect. Dylan. What? Next time you're in Jersey, you're going on the crotches. I don't I don't you're want gonna them. take them for a spin. You're gonna, you're gonna take them gonna, for a ride. 
<laughs> You're going to see how many um, horsepower these babies have. <laughs> horsepowers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been in a couple car accidents, but I've managed to come out pretty unscathed for the most part. I remember that time well, we were glad. doing uh, donuts on the turf? No, I don't, I don't think we talk about that. I mean, you started it, so. I No, I didn't. Well, first of all, <laughs> statue of limitation. I didn't start anything. <laughs> Damn. You're trying to throw See, I wasn't there the that bus? day, but I heard a lot of stories that day. You weren't there? No. I feel like everyone was in the fucking park for that happening. Jade didn't really come around that much then. No, because I didn't want to be friends with delinquents, and you were all delinquents. Big facts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who were you? <laughs> um, I was a pretty decent child. Yeah, all right. Uh, sure. Plus, yeah, I had debatable. an 8 o'clock curfew for most of my life until college when it was moved to yeah, 9 o'clock. That doesn't make you a good person. Yeah, no, but it just wasn't around. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like, I, I've broken my nose a few times, and... Um, funny enough, the two fingers I've broken on my hand are the finger, my index finger and my pinky finger, which if you hold up are for, you know, rock on and metal fans and shit. <laughs> so it's pretty metal. So did you have me. those stuck up at the same time? Like with little casts? No, it's, no, it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I've never had anything in a cast that I've ever like hurt like that. I just... Um, I'm not a wimp like you people, but well, I didn't um, have a cast. I didn't have a cast either. Wow! All right, <laughs> I didn't realize I was. I had a boot. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I did have a boot for a while. Oh, okay. So you're still a cheater. How am I a cheater? Uh, I I couldn't walk. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do you mean a cheater? I don't know. Um. About yeah, me. I'd say that's about it. I mean, there have been like major injuries i guess like even even that like fracturing my like that pretty much just that day like the rest of it was just kind of annoying but like i don't think i've ever had anything that was like hospital worthy how boring i feel that i feel that i was i told you in the group chat i'm invincible that's well, i i, I mean, meant don't it. worry see i thought that too oh you're i was in a motorcycle on. accident and i was fine <laughs> whatever we were just talking about um injuries so we're gonna actually just segue right into the next topic really strangely um car sex so that's that's the next topic we that we did want to talk about for a bigger guy like myself and first of all dylan have you ever had sex in a car yes okay i don't know like I, you guys can't see me right now but i just gestured to my left side as if dylan was standing right in front of me we're not even in the same state. I, I, I am. <laughs> I'm right there. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> Did you lose some hair? Um, <laughs> so you've had sex in a car, but, and you, the, the car that you had sex in, size-wise, what are we talking about? Um, they were both Jeeps, but they were both different Jeeps. So, so you had room. Um... <clears throat> my jeep yes the other jeep not so much because it was the cherokee like a newer cherokee which is not i i mean it's not a mazda protege but it's not you know 
that's not the bed of a pickup truck either so yeah so you you had room to maneuver get your leg where you wanted to get it you know throw hers behind her head somewhat oh wow you know so you're you've never had sex in like a smaller compact car no ah i wouldn't dare well let me tell you i'm like i'm like six two so yeah well let me tell you people say that it's like oh that's it's a really tight space and really hard to 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 maneuver in it i call it intimate and um Uh, okay let me tell you it's not um (laughs) it's not at all it's such a mess my back currently is in shambles currently oh so this is a recent so situation recently i've had z car sex and <laughs> so you had what z car sex <laughs> am i saying it wrong <laughs> i don't like when you talk sometimes okay neither do most people so um so yeah i've recently had the car sex and um I drive a, a cooped car, like a really small car. Well, the back seat is small. My car in itself is a, a bigger body model. But so I'm 6'1", 200, really doesn't matter how much I weigh. And so I am already not like flexible. I've never been like a flexible kind of guy. And I was kind of contorting myself in ways I've never contorted before. Contorting. Ew. Yeah, my my actual like thighs and calves right now are burning. I feel like I just went and did leg day at the gym. <laughs> so wait, let me. My question to you is: Did you guys try to lay down in the back seat, or did you guys straight up she sits like it's the regular chair and you work around that? There, that was I never. Mean... <clears throat> Dylan, I don't know how you what, did it. What do you mean sits like the regular chair? Like. <laughs> What does, that, what does that phrase mean? Meaning she sits in the seat and opens her legs, Dylan. Well, I mean, more like on back, not like sitting like like we're going for a ride. <laughs> okay, that's what I was saying. Okay, okay. so she, okay, for you, they're on their knees. What? Who's For who was on their knees? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about again? I mean, I guess yes to what you were saying. It just sounded like you meant like she like, like had her seatbelt on and everything and like we were going <laughs> no. for a drive. Like that's how she was sitting there. No, no. She's sitting on the seat like, so I was gonna say, like, like she no. would normally, except this time she has no clothes and her legs are open. Yeah. And I mean, I guess leaning back kind of further. Yeah. Anyway. Continue, Monsonis. So what happened was we went from... We went from just like she was on me while I was sitting in the chair, which is fine, fun. I like to put in a little more effort, though, to um, we tried missionary. That was weird because it wasn't like you could really maneuver legs that's the whole thing it's just like <laughs> yeah, legs really gotta go places like yeah. available like, i feel you and then and then you're trying to get like a little bit of uh because you need grounding somewhere and since yeah. you can't get it from the seat you kind of try to get your leg onto the floor yeah i mean don't get me wrong i was putting in that work but 
it's just not right, comfortable. That, we don't we don't care how good you were pleasuring anyone. We just care about the funny shit. All right, ladies, I'm single and um. Oh God. <laughs> Shoot your He's shot. single and definitely fucking mingling. Oh, and by the way, find him on the nearest Bumble app. <laughs> wow, wow, really? You're gonna put me out yeah. there like that? Just yeah. because we matched on Bumble, you're gonna put me out there like that? By the way, we I, did match on Bumble. By the way, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we went to which I would never recommend this unless you have a bigger body car. If you have a bigger body car that could support you, like leaning up the way you're supposed to when you do this position, was the doggy style position. Um, in a bigger model car, like for say a truck or a Jeep, where you could almost like fully extend your back. You know how you do. And um, get the thrust and whatever. And um, yeah, don't do that in a compact car unless you're like four foot tall. Because I <laughs> I was literally hunched over more than she was. And she was in the, in, in the doggy position. So it wasn't... Oh, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, car sex is fun once in a while. Once like... Once every six months, I would say car sex is fine. If you find yourself having it on, like, the daily. Well, first of all, good for you, player. Second of all, don't. I mean, that's how my life was my senior year of high school. Explain it to us. Uh, Mazda protege. Uh, front seat, back seat, trunk. <laughs> um, we were in the trunk probably more often than the front seat or the back seat, but... When I tell you I fucked in every single position possible in that tiny little car, <laughs> I did. I, uh, that's definitely an accomplishment in a, uh, <laughs> in a Mazda protege of all things. There's, yeah, I got an achievement. Many, <clears throat> there's not many cars out there that are uh, smaller. It, it definitely was an interesting time, to say the least. I mean, once I got out of that relationship, I realized that... Uh, wasn't normal what we were doing and uh, not everybody did that and i was concerned but you know during it i thought it was very normal and i thought everyone had to have sex at least once sometimes twice a day in the car ladies if <laughs> anywhere you, ever, you could possibly park it if you ever want to you know keep the relationship fresh i mean sex every day ain't bad why are you talking to ladies like that? First of all, women have the same sex drive, if not more of a sex drive than men. We just usually don't like to be the person to, like, start it. Women, if you want to be aggressive, if you want to have sex, you just walk up to your mans, just give them a little on the dick, and just go to town. I mean, come on. It's 2020, right? I see clearly now. Um, ew. Ew, I said that. Um... What was I doing again? Oh, that's right. We're podcasting. Um, yeah, ladies, if you want to fuck, get your fuck on. All right? I second that. Like I've been much more open with my sexuality recently. It's a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm about as open as I need to be because then I start talking about some other stuff and everyone in the car on the ride home from Boston is like, wait, pause player. We don't need any of this being said. Do I want to know? I... You do. Is that what we're going to talk about? Sex kinks right now and stuff like that? Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. We were. We were. 
The entire ride back. Well, I want to say maybe like at least an hour of the ride back from Boston. All right, fuck it. I don't that... know why, but we just went into a just downward spiral of sex talk. <laughs> so. Oh, go ahead. Boy. This, this definitely wasn't on our repertoire for today, but. So we're going to we're going to talk about sex kinks. Some people have them, some people don't. Um I personally have started embracing the kinkier side of sex. Honestly, I used to be extremely vanilla. Like it was just like You look like a very vanilla person. That's Oh, does vanilla have an e in it? Or is it <laughs> vanilla? I'm sorry. I just That's fine. <laughs> you know what, Dylan? Don't come back to Jersey. You're not allowed. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been I've been opening myself to a higher plane of sexual thinking, to the point where the kinky stuff is kind of fun, man. I don't know why I sounded like a stoner there, really. Quick. Yeah, that was yo, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real quick. <laughs> it's I died. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Ew, that's gross. I'm gonna have to listen to that later. So no, I've recently gotten into more of like Okay. okay. <laughs> I've recently gotten more into like the bondage and the toys and stuff like that. Interesting. And honestly, kind of fun. Really well, increases the sexual experience. When you say toys, okay. Can so you clarify? Okay, so let me let me explain a few things. One, please. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead with what I bought recently and what I've been experimenting with. Oh God. Oh, you guys asked. Um. So I got this this kit for beginners. I'm sorry. Didn't just rip off the oh. training wheels and go right into whips. <laughs> Beginner um, BDSM kit. Okay. So I got like these these handcuffs and these anklets anklets and these ankle restraints that all come together to kind of force you into like a hogtied position like they could be combined like that a personal massager which let me tell you fellas if you ever want to just go above and beyond buy a personal massager i'm 100 percent all day what the fuck is a personal massager are you talking about the thing that you put on your back and it's like rolling around no it's the um it's it's the thing that comes out my explain no it's it's the one that if you guys have ever been on facebook and i'm sure a lot of you have um when wish comes up like the app and it suggests a bunch of random things like you'll see what looks like the wand the wand there we go it's a wand now if you if you clarify you got to plug it in and it vibrates and oh, oh i know what you're talking about yes. the thing with like the the like circular end to it yes yes okay thank you. okay okay fellas okay okay I, i'm gonna ask a question i i <laughs> i don't want to but i'm gonna go for it it's is this being used on you? No, no, God no. <laughs> no, it's for females. Okay. It's for the females. Okay, because you're saying fellas, if you really wanna, you know, bring for it to her. the next level. For her. Okay. For her. I mean Sex nothing against it. I'm just Yeah. Was curious to find out all of a sudden this is what you were. This is what I thanks, Dylan. Um No, but see for for guys, I, I feel 
like uh, again some of us are gonna have like other things but for guys like sex is like good enough like we are so okay with just having sex that the toys aren't you know of course it's hotter to tie someone up or it's you know blindfold him you know, her or yourself or him him whatever the hell you're into um <laughs> You know, that stuff's fun, but for guys, realistically, sex is Okay, enough. but you're saying for guys, it depends, it's a per-person basis. I'm sure you've had sex with some females, and it was just subpar. Subpar You can't tell explain me. it. Yeah, exactly. So, it depends on the person you're with. Like, me and my most recent sexual partner, I don't need any toys or anything like that involved, because it's above standards. <laughs> But there had definitely been some people in my life that uh, I bought toys for and handed to them and said, use these and use them properly because well, it just wasn't enough. See the thing? Okay, that is fair. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. But the thing was, I bought these toys and then... For okay, so we'll just go with the person that I've I've, I've recently had sex with. Um, so I actually bought the toys before we even had sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't I don't want you to take that like that's her saying she doesn't like the way you're fucking her. I'm just saying that it could just be like you were saying. Oh men, it's sex is good enough for men without anything else. It can be that way, reversed. Don't get me wrong, it's still fun with it, but, like, with my most recent partner, like, I didn't think at all to be like, oh, here, try this. Like, I just, I didn't need it. It wasn't, necess like, a necessity for me. Oh, no, I hear you. Oh, I, it's like, yeah, I mean, trust me, with my old, with my current partner, I, I guess that's what we would refer to her for right now. And then my older partners, I never needed these toys. Uh, yeah. I... But it does I, spice things up. It really Makes it more does. Interesting. And it does feel better for the female. It does. Yeah. See, I, I know that there's some guys who are just like, oh, I want to smash and dip. So that's what I meant by that. But I meant like if you want to like spice things up either for a current person you are involved with or I don't know, God forbid, like so you just take someone home and you just want her to, and you know, she may she might be a little freaky and you want to be like, all right, well, I'm going to blow your marbles tonight. That would be part of it. If you, I, it's hard to explain. I know what I'm saying. I think you guys are catching on or picking yeah. up what I'm putting yeah, down. Yeah, I, I get, I get it. But anyway, I, I, okay. So you experimented with some toys. It's been a fun time for you. Um, and that's it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <you're> realistically, <laughs> realistically, I don't really want to get more into this conversation because it's starting to become like a porn podcast. It's, you know, it's a little bit of porn. Never hurt anybody. So, Dylan, how's the flamethrower hat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I just bought fuel for it, and I meant to bring it um, to my girlfriend's family's house because they have, like, like a big backyard. And I was I was super sick over the holidays, so I ended up not bringing it because I just didn't, I didn't feel like it at all. I was Did we so burn tired. through that whole tank? When, oh yeah. The last time you had it, damn. They're not very big. There's not a lot in there. Wait, hey, I mean, they're not too expensive. That day. No, it's like four bucks. Yeah, so that's that's good. 
And we did film a lot with it, so. I <clears throat> I wish I bought two at the time so I could hold both of them and shoot them off. Like have the extra one on standby kind of thing? <laughs> no, I want to shoot two off at the same time. So you're just a sick Oh, you're talking about I mean, buying two flamethrowers. Yeah, I mean, David Dobrik only has one, and then I'd have two, so that'd be better. <laughs> so you'd one-up him. Yeah, the thing about one-upping David Dobrik is he go out and buy seven, attach True. him to a car. At the current price. Yeah, attach him to a car, and then drive around Hollywood with it. He definitely has the money for it. I don't care what he says about saying that he's losing money now. I don't care. You're still making a shit of money off doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he expects. His dream took off. He made a dick ton of money off of it. He could sponsor anyone he wants to on his channel and make dick ton more money. And even when you look deeper into his spending, a lot of the things that he buys, you'll notice, are very... First of all, his podcast, he he also makes money off the podcast. So sure, he's he's losing money, but he's still making... A decent amount of money off the podcast because it has a, a set amount of listeners. And then, of course, as you know, someone from like a manager standpoint, they're going to constantly bring on new sponsors that are going to pay more and more and more for a, a spot in in the podcast in itself to be sponsored on. Exactly. Like if we were to have enough money, <laughs> we would 100% be spending it on allowing David Dobrik to, for us to be on the podcast. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we we need to somehow figure out a way where we can contact David Dobrik. David Dobrik, if you for some reason... Yeah, because nobody almighty, else contacts him. I know, but that's, that's the point. We need to be noticed by him. And if you're listening, David, <laughs> I know you're not, but if you are... <laughs> I need you to call me for a good time. <laughs> for a good oh, time. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, if he listened and then looked at like your Instagram or something, he'd he'd probably fly just you out, and then I'd be so sick. And then I would be YTM Vlogs. I would take over the franchise. I would become YTM, and that is it. Yeah, no, I'd let it go down totally in flames kidding. before then. Um, <laughs> what does y YTM stand for now? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, we're kind of... It started off as something like an idea. But as we're kind of... I, I don't want to say rebranding ourselves, but we're kind of rebranding ourselves to the point where we want it to stand for something. <laughs> I don't want to say something, but I'm going to say it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I mean I mean the rebranding thing that said... Uh -oh. like, I don't want to say rebranding, but like we're rebranding ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, what I what I thought, what the original name was back, way back in the day, back, like, 16-year-old me, which is, you know, no. And um, what I want it to be now is two different things, how it's changed. I, I still do like the name YTM Vlogs a lot better than I if think I it's at a current medium of You Too Much right now, right? Yeah, You Too Much was our current standing. But we're trying to change it. Yeah. Not we, YTM. Just the meaning behind it. At this point, it would be... I wouldn't want it... Like, I get that, like, Logan Paul vlogs and David Dobrik. Like, they they kind of came over here with a um, with a following. 
So it's like they could literally just throw their name out there and be like, oh, cool. If I just put my name out there, people are never going to click on my channel. They're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? And why is he here? Yeah. And you also, not to be like rude or anything, but you have a very basic name. It's not like a, like David Dobrik's a very star name. Logan Paul is basic, but he had a following, so it worked. Like, I wouldn't be able to just throw my name like... Well, I don't really want to say my last name, but my first and last name, throw it anywhere. No one's going to fucking click on it. It doesn't sound like a star name. It just sounds like some regular Joe Schmo in Jersey. Um, I mean, it doesn't come down to that. I mean, like, you just you just got to make the content like they were just making contact content. And then they just kept making enough for people to you know, catch their eye or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it has to come down to, like, your name and what, you know, hardware... Yeah, but... Excuse me. I'm yawning. What, uh, like, what hardware are you using, what camera's using, what microphones are using, things like that. You just gotta fucking do it and but just I... keep doing it. But the same thing with YTM, why YTM Vlogs is also, like, the way it is. It's because we don't just do youtube videos yeah we have ytm vlogs which is our vlogging channel for everybody but we also like i don't want to say we but like there's music that's produced under the ytm name there is definitely some pictures that are out there that have a ytm like stamp mark on it like we're, we're trying to make it like a logo we're trying to make it like a, a well yeah because you're enterprise. you're you don't just vlog you do the podcast you do everything else that you mentioned um you're trying to produce and everything like that i mean there's more than one thing that still could have been under your name though but i like i like the way ytm rolls off the tongue it's easy to say it's you'll follow ytm on on youtube like it's easy to get out there you know what i mean yeah like it's it's just yeah it, it does kind of feel good like hey yo follow ytm vlogs on on um on the tubes and um all right we're never gonna say that again okay follow ytm uh subscribe to ytm vlogs on youtube or go follow ytm vlogs or not even that, like ytm because uh, i'm ytm militia on instagram or go follow ytm militia you have you have a ytm vlogs account on instagram do i yes oh glad but we got that clarified I don't use that one so just go follow ytm militia <laughs> But I like the whole brand. I like the brand of it. Yeah. I think that there are definitely a lot of older things that need to be obliterated off the planet, but <laughs> I like where it's going. Like the like the original meaning of YT. Yeah. That just needs to be nuked. It's gonna be so and forgotten many, about. There's gonna be so many disclosure contracts. Yeah. Just <laughs> hey, you know the original meaning, right? Yeah. Sign this piece of paper for me. Yeah. Uh, if you ever talk about it. We get to eat your, your family. <laughs> yeah. I get your firstborn child. <laughs> oh, God. I could actually put that in there. And then if they... It's like one of the clauses, and they wouldn't even notice because they obviously are not going to read it. And then it's just like, all right, I'll sign this piece of paper for you, and then I, I own children. The other thing that scares me, and I don't understand how so many YouTube stars deal with stuff like this, is when people... You go throughout life... Obviously, you know, you went through high school, you weren't, you didn't know that you're going to be putting content out on YouTube. You didn't know that you're going to be creating content for podcasts and stuff like that. And 
most YouTube stars don't realize that they're going to be attempting to do that at any point in their life. So they do a lot of dumber things or make dumber decisions, sometimes on video, sometimes screenshotted. And I don't understand how they have like the will to go through now putting themselves so far out there that there's there's whole following going through all their old tweets, going through their old Instagram posts, looking up old videos or screenshots of text they've sent that may have not been viewed in the same way that like, you know, they would view them at that very moment in time. So you, what you would have to like worry about in the future is like, are you going to be cool with people trying to, I, I want to say like, tear me down, ruin your, ruin your image um, going I through mean... other things. And, and I mean more specifically people that know you and want to use your fame against you for their own fame kind of thing of putting out a video saying, Oh, YTM Vlogs, he's this huge YouTuber, but I knew him back in the day, and he did X, Y, and Z. Like, how are you going to get through stuff like that? There are people in everyone's friend group, or even outside of your friend group, people you went to high school with that, you know, maybe didn't like you, or is just jealous of the, like, stardom that you could achieve. You know what I mean? Like, if and I'm saying this is all, like, in perspective. If you were to become famous on YouTube, there could always be that one person that says, you know, oh, I'm going to go out there, even if it's a complete blatant lie, and they just tell this story and they show pictures of you guys in the same class so people believe it because, oh, my God, they really did go to high school together or whatever the situation may be that they're talking about. It's I'm just saying, like, are you going to be good with, like, negative energy like that? Are you going to be cool with, like, kind of not coming at that person but you know de defending your own image my whole thing if it, they're gonna be just like if if they're just gonna go out there just spreading negativity it's if it's not going to affect me like if if it's gonna affect a few people's opinions of me as a person i'm at the point in my life i'm 23 years old turning 24 where Really, if if people don't hear my side of the story or hear my version and they're going to have their opinion of me, yeah, I'll defend myself if it's something that I feel like needs to be defended because A, it didn't really happen, or B, you know, blatant lies, or C, whatever the case may be, I'll defend myself. But that's, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to defend myself once, and if people don't believe me, they don't believe me. I'm, I'm putting out content so you guys are can enjoy watching it and i enjoy making the content to the from the vlogs to the instagram posts to the to the podcast to the music like i put that out there because i genuinely enjoy making it you yeah if, if you're gonna believe blatant lies and and bs over facts and there's really yeah, and not gonna try and waver your opinion on me it's like you you don't watch the videos because you like me as a person you don't listen to the maybe the podcast because you, you like the way I talk or my personality based upon it but you're you're doing it for entertainment if you it's fine to not like me as a person especially over I, I understand bullshit. that I, the only reason I'm even bringing it up because it's like kind of like a random left turn that I took is there are a lot of people that like and I'm gonna use two references um James Charles when he got really famous off of making his like you know his makeup line and like his YouTube makeup career. Um, there were 
now a few th- a few different times where like hashtag James Charles is canceled, which is trending on Twitter, and he gets super emotional. He gets basically to the point where like he's contemplating suicide over it, and it's something that like you don't really see coming until you have that following and you have that many people watching your every move. And then also, and Dylan, I don't know if you remember because I don't know if you actually watched David Dobrik's vlogs, but. No. Okay, well, there's one of the people <laughs> in it. Um, his name is... Uh, wow, I can't think of it right now. The older guy. Jason Nash. Jason. Jason was dating this girl, Trisha. And uh, they had a really messy breakup. And in that really messy breakup, Trisha put out... Like, three or four YouTube videos. Basically crying her eyes out. Explaining why David Dobrik is a shitty person. Why... All their videos are fake and he makes people do things that they don't want to do because of the views and all this and that. And a lot of people had a separate image of David from that point forward because it's easy to record what you want to record and then post it. But like cut things out and it is easy for people on YouTube to be fake and fans know that. And once fans get like any sort of negativity from like an outside source that it could be true, they want to believe that person. I don't know why that is, but anyway, I would just brought it up because I want to make sure that you do have that mindset going into being like a popular YouTube creator because that can happen to you. Yeah, my <clears throat> my whole thing's gonna be though if if this if the YouTube career does take off the way I want it to, and I do have because most most people have a a pretty decent amount of time between when they become big in the youtube community until people start being dicks so to speak to you know with the whole you know slanders and names and opinions so if for some reason someone just made some slander and it did like ruin my youtube career yeah that would that would suck but i would just be happy that it actually happened and then all my true fans would stay who believe me and then even if i wasn't even making money at that point i would literally just be putting content out for them yeah i feel that and plus the way that i plan on taking ytm as a whole brand if my youtube career doesn't take off the way it does or if it i'm, I'm not gonna say if when because this is 2020 we're working hard we're doing what we got to do when the YouTube career does take off and everybody hopefully in the friend group is still a hundred percent about it, especially if it could make them a lot of money. It's well, going... I mean, if they're about it now, when you have no viewers, I'm sure they're going to be about it when you have viewers. Yeah. When I can actually make a lot out of it. Yeah. So what I'm going to do then is I'm, I'm going to make a, a whole company behind it. It's not just going to be sure. My YouTube channel might be, slandered and and nobody wants to watch it anymore but i'm gonna be doing a bunch of other things i'm gonna have my hand really deep in that cookie jar of just the entertainment business well yeah and you're already doing that which i applaud you for um it's funny because i i can't say i'd be the opposite because it's not technically opposite but like um like i i wouldn't care like i I'd probably be mildly annoyed if, like, someone was, you know, going out of their way 
to like slam me and you know spread slander and shit like that whatever but like i just like you're not you're not winning if people aren't hating you know so like it's it's gonna happen and like i mean it happens all through high school like it's the same thing like it sucks that you know you have this huge following and now so many more people are finding out about something or some rumor but like i don't know it's just like i don't think it's something to waste too much mind on you know it's like it happens and you just got to keep going and you got to prove to your audience that like you know they aren't telling the truth or you know it's or maybe they are and it was a different time then blah 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 you know there's plenty of people out there like logan paul who fuck up all the time they're still going somehow you know yeah that's true like it it doesn't matter this there's always gonna be stuff in your past that's gonna come up and it's gonna suck but you know as long as you push through it and you know make your uh standard youtube apology video you know you'll be fine nobody will care standard especially YouTube once apology. yeah especially that. once you've already built that file like it's it's hard to really like completely get canceled and fall off yeah that's true I think once you have a loyal fan base, you'll be fine. I just want to make sure because, like, during during that, like, week or two where that's, like, a spotlight topic, people are going to be messaging you and, you know, up your asshole about whatever the fuck someone said about you or whatever happened. So, going into it, I just want you to have that, like, in the back of your head, just knowing that that's a possibility. As Just well. so you don't, like, get depressed over it. Because it happens to most people that are in the spotlight like that. As long as my my friends who are currently in my corner come up with me and are, like, my support system and my emotional support system at times like that, you know, or I have an emotional support system to fall back on for when something like that happens, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. All right, that's what I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, and I know that a few people who would definitely be coming with me, who would definitely help me out through the bullshit, you know. Not me. <laughs> Dylan, you know you're coming with. I don't know why you even ask, act like you're not. <clears throat> Jade, I already know you're coming with, too. Literally, like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, if I had to give it, like, a solid three people currently, who is definitely 100% down, would come with come with even if it was like oh we gotta go here now like doing this would take us off and who would take the risk with me would be Jade I'm pretty sure Dylan just for the excitement would do it and Terrell yeah T-Dog's always down T-Dog would be like oh what are we doing moving to Cali tomorrow I'll pack my shit <laughs> That's really how he is, though. It's hilarious. Yeah. And especially if you have to, unfortunately, drop out of the police academy, which I hope I hope you don't. I, I hope everything gets worked out for you. Especially if you have to drop out. Um, I know at that It'll point... It'll be better, better for your vlogging career. <laughs> sure. That's I, not really how I want it to go. I'd rather just be like you being fulfilled in your career. And then, oh, look at this. I could also partake in this, but from this side, you know. Yeah. Listen, everything in life happens for a reason, and uh, that's that's how I take every day, and that's how everyone should take every day. Anything bad or negative that happens, I mean, 
there was a reason that it happened. Not to get like philosophical or anything, but yeah, I mean, this I'm has been saying. a pretty dramatic talk. So yeah, we've yeah, been, we've been up and down like a roller coaster <laughs> this whole podcast, and it's not even over. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know why we're. I don't know why we're having an emotional talk, but it came, it popped in my head, and I decided to bring the topic up. Okay, okay, okay. So enough uh, with the dramatic stuff right now. Let's get into one of the other topics that we really wanted to get into, the spooky stories that we were talking about on the last podcast. Jade, I know you had quite a few that you wanted to get into. Why don't you go ahead and just tell us some? All right. Well, I don't know what's wrong with me as a person, but ghosts and demons and whatnot, whatever you believe in, they like me. And I have experienced them in different points in my life, but... One of the more like prominent stories that I like telling people is there's this house uh, I had lived in probably for like a couple months. I want to say like six months to a year. Um, it was just me and my mom living there, and we lived on the second floor, but it was like a it was a house. We lived in the main part of the house, and then we had our landlord living underneath us in the basement, and. Uh, my mom's room was next to my room, and there was only, like, a wall separating the two, but you had to go around a hallway to get into my room. This is all important later. But anyway, <laughs> um, this house always creeped me out. My mom always said that she heard people walking around when it was just me and her, and we were, like, you know, both not walking around. <laughs> and, um, there was one day where I was home. And my mom was awake. I was sleeping. I was in a bunk bed at the time. And it was like 2.30 in the morning. My mom heard my bed shaking and was concerned as to why I was awake. So she stood up. She walked around. Mind you, I was probably like 14 or 15 at the time. So she walked into my room. She had to walk over to the stairs of the bunk bed. She took a step up on the stair, looked up. And I was sitting at the top of the stairs, crossed my legs crossed kind of shaking back and forth like rocking back and forth and looking her dead in the eye and she said uh oh jade jade why are you awake and i didn't say anything and she was like are you okay and i still didn't respond and then she said uh go back to sleep and i kind of just fell to my left legs still crossed and like went to sleep and the next morning she came into my room and she's like hey you're right and I was like yeah she's like did you remember last night and I said what do you mean and she said uh never mind don't worry about it because she didn't want to scare me at the time and then I remember like a couple years ago, she brought it back up to me because we were talking in our family about like scary things that we've been through. And she told the story and I had zero idea it ever happened. I have no recollection of it. Um, And in the same house, I used to actually be religious back then. I used to believe in, you know, God and the devil and everything like that. I used to have a cross hanging above my bunk bed. And I remember multiple times in that house, I would hear just boom. And I would look over, I would look down, I would see on the floor the cross that was hanging above my bed. And it happened a bunch of times. Um, and the one specific time it happened, I was laying in my bed in the middle of the night and I heard it move. Like I heard it like cling, 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 like just it, it moving. 
and I look over to see if it fell because that's what I thought happened and it was actually upside down and that was the scariest fucking moment of my life but say that house was just creepy all over the same house um I was out of town I was sleeping at my aunt's house my mom was there alone she was in bed ready to go to sleep she realized oh the bathroom lights on so she went she shut it off she went to sleep she woke up in the middle of the night and the bathroom light was on again so she was like that's weird but okay and got up and shut it off again went back into her room shut her door and locked it because she was now concerned that someone else was in the house with her and uh she had turned facing away from the door and then you know, a few minutes or whatever went by and she turned back and the light was coming underneath the door again. And at that point, I think she said, fuck it, I'm not getting up and turning that shit off. That's scary. <laughs> I think she just chilled for a while. But that house was 100% haunted. Have you guys ever experienced ghosts or demons or anything of that nature? For death. Go Dylan, you ever deal deal with any ghosts or like demons or something of that nature? Nope. <laughs> okay, so then um yeah, but I did. Unfortunate unfortunate I yeah, definitely unfortunately I did. Um So this is a quick little two part story. I damaged my iPhone way back in the day. I'd have to say high school because I was old enough to understand electronics. So I ordered a new screen because that was the thing. You know, everyone would damage their screen back in the be any for some reason. Anytime you got a new iPhone, you would just damage it. People still to this day can't keep a non-cracked screen. So my I, screen is currently cracked. <laughs> point A. So I went to go. Um, I bought the kit, started to change it. Uh, when I tell you to change a phone screen now, because the iPhones now it's literally two screws at the bottom take it out i think you have to do maybe one or two more other screws unclip it clip it back in you're good to go it's really simple now i've, I've watched a guy do it when he fixed my screen the one time but back in the day you had to like take out the screws read the instruction obviously read the instructions but follow the instructions step by step now you're taking apart the whole part of this iphone and the, the camera's over here and screws are over there and there is everything labeled and um, <laughs> it wasn't, by the way. I was young. I didn't care. I was just trying to fix my screen. So I dropped one of the, uh, dropped a tiny screw. Very imperative that I've had this screw back. That had to go back in or the phone wasn't going to work. Uh, I didn't find the screw. The phone never worked. Had to get a new one. But when I dropped the screw and I was searching for it, like, really meticulously, just I, I wanted to find it. I hear a little girl's voice say, like, Daddy? daddy um did not sound like my younger sister at all but i'm i'm thinking in my head like rationally like it's got to be the tv you know someone has a tv on and they're, and they're playing a movie and i just heard the one part of it uh you know that's, that's not what happened i go upstairs to see if my little sister's still sleeping she is uh her tv's not on i check my parents bedroom her tv's not on I go upstairs and check my room. Well, no one was up there. Thank God. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> and um, so I, I never wanted to yeet so bad in my life. 
But this other scary story has to coincide with it somehow. I'm it, it really has to. Back when I was 18 and I was still living at home and um and my um my girlfriend at the time actually lived with me at at my parents' house as well. She woke up in the middle of the night and saw somebody standing at the foot of the bed and woke me up and by the time I woke up, there was nobody at the foot of the bed. But I, I, my whole thing was my brother liked to get drunk and then, like, fuck with me. Or, like, fuck with us. And, like, do some shit that was funny, I guess. But, like, not when you're not drinking and you're trying to sleep. Um, <laughs> so I was like, it's fine. It was probably my brother fucking with us. Go to sleep. You know, we'll deal with it in the morning. Because I was tired. I wasn't taking it seriously at the time. Uh, wake up the next morning. Check the door. My door used to have a bolt lock on it. So you could only get... If if you lock the door from the inside, because I had a cat and I couldn't let it out of my room, I have, a, I have a really big... I had a really big room. And so the cat at the time couldn't leave because my mom was allergic and we were still trying to hide the cat from my mom. The door was still locked. There was no way somebody could have came inside the door, fucked with us at the foot of my bed walked out and then re-engaged the lock because first of all one i have a cat so the cat's gone the cat's out in the wild somewhere or you just you can't do it yeah so there was just someone really standing at the foot of my fucking bed looking at looking us, at you <laughs> like buddy this is a private show you gotta pay i'm scaring myself now dylan tell me a story that doesn't involve ghosts please <laughs> I don't know how to tell you it was me. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, what am I telling? The rooftop story? Um, no. Uh, tell us about the time or this where we saw a carjacking. Oh. Um, so we used to have this place called The Spot. When... Um, Franklin here couldn't smoke in front of his parents. and Well, I don't think it was only you. I think it was the, the other ones who would go there, too. Um, so we would meet there at, like, 10.30 or 12 o'clock in the morning and just, like, bullshit and have cigarettes and whatever and be degenerates. And um, the one time we're just uh, bullshitting and then we start hearing this banging on a car. And wow, good job, good job. Literally, really did good there. Literally did this on the last podcast too, where I was out clicking around on my phone by accident, and then just just boop, video popped up. Sorry, continue. That's why you check the volume first. Um, I love you. So I hear a bunch (laughs) of banging on the, and we. I, I I don't remember very much, but did we see him on it first? No, the, the, the first thing that we noticed was just the, what's, what sounded like at the time, like a banging, but we couldn't like distinguish, distinguish, distinguish yeah. what it was. So for any of you who want to know what the noise was, go to your car handle or a parent's car handle 
and just like yank on it. Don't rip it off, but like yank on it to the point where it opens and closes. And that's the kind of smacking noise we were constantly hearing for a while. And um, somehow we we found out that it was this guy breaking into it. And I think that's when we saw him, I guess. And um, instead of just calling the police and letting them deal with it, our friend Pete um, decided, uh, hey, take my phone and then I'm going to go follow this guy. So I, I don't know, 10 minutes must have passed by and we had no idea where he went. We just completely lost track of him. We couldn't see this guy at all. So we decided we were going to go back to Frank's house and um, call the cops ourselves because now we lost our friend too. And we start walking down that way and then notice there's someone following us. Surprise, it's the carjacker. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, we definitely weren't sprinting, but we were definitely quickly walking to Frank's house, which if someone's following you who was just trying to break into a car, you definitely should not walk to your house that you live at for this man to remember. Oh, yeah. Big facts. Big facts. I think we made the phone call during the walk before we got there and like said, Hey, you know, there's this guy that was breaking into a car and they, they said they knew and that there were people on their way out already. And by the time we got to his house, we couldn't find the guy anymore. Like he wasn't behind us anymore. And I think we stayed there for a little bit and then we walked up the hill and found the cops there. And I think that's when we found Pete again. I I think I honestly don't remember how we found him again, but then um, I think Pete was talking to them for a little bit. We found the people who owned the car. They were talking to the cops for a little bit, and we we got to see the car and like what was what happened to it. And then uh, after everything had settled down, um, we happened to hear them say where he ran into, which was a giant apartment complex over there. Uh, for some reason, we all decided to go and find him. Uh, we, we thought that uh, the four of us, you know, young teenage teenagers could, uh, I don't know, be Scooby-Doo or something. And then for the next couple hours, so we were walking through this as, as Call of Duty as possible, walking through this complex, trying to find this carjacker like he was a fucking, like... Osama bin Laden or something, and we were SEAL Team 6 trying to take him <laughs> down. I think I had, like, a fucking dull uh, dull pocket knife, and I think one of us might have had a stick or something, and we, we were pretty fucking ready. This guy was going <laughs> down if we found him. Uh, in retrospect, now that I think yeah, about I it, what the fuck you were gonna do. why did Pete give us his phone and then decide to go follow the dude? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if it was that he gave it to left it behind and like it wasn't just in his pocket or something. No, because it might have just been in his pocket and he wasn't answering because I remember us calling him a bunch and he wasn't picking up because this guy was clearly not in the right mind. He's, he's <laughs> trying to hijack a car. Clearly, we're just standing there looking at him. 
And then after we get done looking at him, he follows us. And yes, that was not a smart move to go to my house. But yeah, hey, I live here. Come well, follow me here. No, no, because once we turned down my street and we started walking, when we turned around, and he decided to immediately also get a lot closer than we are comfortable with, <laughs> but also turn on my street as well as a big quinky dink, we fucking we didn't even care that we were seen. We just booked it. All three of us were just like, oh, look at that. It's the note button. And we pressed it and we <laughs> the nope Tasmanian deviled right the hell out of there. But, yeah, um, I don't know what the fuck we were thinking when we decided to go back and try and find him. Because I, I didn't tell you guys this, but later it was found out that when the cops did see him, or no, Pete told us, and he didn't tell us this until after we went looking for him, but not only was he like, pissed drunk out of his mind but he was also carrying a screwdriver and a blade sick so um, I'm happy we were going at him with sticks uh, don't, bring, <laughs> don't bring a stick to a knife fight this guy could have just double wheeled span around in a circle and kept slashing I don't think this is Call of Duty I don't, I don't think he would have been doing all that I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't think we were... If we did find him, what do you think we would have done besides pissed our pants? <laughs> All you guys would have did was, oh, shit, that's him. All right, run again. Like... <laughs> yeah, but this time we would have ran at him. I've no. definitely watched a lot of martial arts movies, so, like, there's a pretty good chance. Yeah, I've definitely played a lot of Call of Duty. I probably could have helped you guys out there. <laughs> yeah, i played Mortal Kombat once or twice, so... See, we have resumes. We're good. <laughs> okay, guys. And unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for today's podcast. I uh, wanted to thank you for listening. Sorry that we didn't get one out there as soon as we would like. Unfortunately, all of us were busy. Some of us were in, you know, the police academy. Some of us don't even live in the state anymore. <laughs> and some of us were having you, car sex. So, are you guys planning on making a vlog up here or what? You know what? We I really think I'm planning should. on you coming home and moving back home. Besides that, though, we should go up there and make a vlog, like a weekend. Like, like take a weekend. Dylan, is there room for, like, six of us up there? No. <laughs> okay, well, could you make room I mean, for six of us up there? It's like an hour and 15. Like, you guys can day or whatever. Yeah, but we want to go out drinking. Okay. Anywho, Are you going to let I us mean, drive an hour and a half home drunk, Dylan? I mean, yeah. Terrible, terrible friend. Terrible friend. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have a spare room. Oh, good. You'll just six, what, fit all six of us in that spare room? Here, sleeping bags. Have fun. I mean. Aw, camping. Let's bring a tent. I guess I have two spare rooms. One of them has my computer in it, so. I'll it's take fine. We'll, we'll pitch a tent and we'll all sleep in it. We'll be fine. <laughs> I'll just Sounds sleep good. on your monitor. Yeah, I mean, there's like, there's a lot of, um, uh, I don't want to say distilleries, but like, you know, like brewing places here, that are like bars that you can go drink at and stuff. Breweries, that's the word I was looking for. Jesus. Brewing places. Yeah. You guys don't have like Basically a booming nightlife up there? Huh? You guys wouldn't have like a booming nightlife place we could go and hang out with up there? Well, there's the steel stacks, which are pretty cool. And that's what I mean, like down by the steel stack, uh, by the where the sands is like that casino um there's like several places that you could probably go on like a fucking um a pub crawl just down the street that they did a marathon in the summer actually where that you were like 
um, running in between the bars and stuff, and it looked great because everyone looked like a sloppy mess, <laughs> being super drunk and running in between the bars. Yeah, that sounds like a great time, actually. Sign me up. Fast. <laughs> all right, so I say we stay at the Sands, get a hotel room, blow all our money the second day at the casino, and enjoy the first day at the That'd be cool because I've never been to a first time. Awesome. It'll be part of the vlog. Awesome. So we're going to the can, casino. You can't vlog inside a casino. You can't, but like you can hide it. David Dobrik does it. You'll he be fine. He also was throwing $10,000 on a craps table. So yeah, when I start throwing $10,000 <laughs> on a craps it table. Was, it was a roulette table. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Forgot we Listen, we'll be fine. We'll figure it out. We're going to get the footage, all right? Fair enough. <laughs> all right. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you Thank you for listening. Like I recorded a vlog. <laughs> Uh, we what do are... you mean? Listening. Shut up. Um, <laughs> if you guys did they're, enjoy... They're listening, though. Oh, guys... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to talk, Jade. <laughs> if you guys did enjoy... Um... What is this? Yeah, Spotify. Oh, if you guys did enjoy this on Spotify, please take please? a little extra time out of your day i'm going to put a post up on instagram uh, my ytm underscore militia instagram that a new podcast is up and you should go check it out please leave a comment under that instagram whether or not you liked it because i'm not too sure how ratings come in on spotify yet but follow the channel on here too yep, yep, follow yep. the channel on here and if you like what we talk about you probably would like us more in the vlog setting so go follow ytm vlogs on youtube and don't forget to check us out all on our social medias. Me at, well, I mean, yeah, me on YouTube, me on Instagram, you know. And if you want to, YTM Vlogs on the Snapchat. I post everything that I don't post on there, on there. Yeah. Oh, my social media is private, so I'm not even going to drop it. There you go. And Dylan, would you, um, you, you hit me up on Twitch at Wait How Do I Stream? Because I'm doing that again now. <laughs> Good shit, Dylan's back on. What well, was it? Wait, how do I stream? Yeah. Gotcha. So hit us up on those social medias if you want to. And as always, have a nice day. Bye. Yeah.